This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, where adventure begins. Check out their website at gamersinlehigh.com. Testing live from the DCR studio. Oh yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. That's right, we're here, and magic will happen. Yes. Because, yes? I was going to say exactly what you were going to say if you think that we're not going to be talking about the Star Wars trailer. Oh, we are. You are. We, we, we are. Uh, so we're, we're going to do our, our interview of the amazing man that just walked through the door, which is author David J. West, talking about his new book, Whispers Out of the Dust. And then, yeah, we'll probably talk about some uh, some Star Wars Maybe. trailer stuff. Maybe. I know. Might. So I have actually been unfriended on Facebook from a, a person because of all of that I have said of my theories about the movie, and then all of my friends have been slamming everything. So sorry I defriended you, but it wasn't it you. Was, it's just too much. It wasn't you. Because <laughs> you pissed off Logan yeah, from Face Off. I did piss off. A couple <laughs> of people. That's awesome. But you know, that's okay. I'll say, I'll say what Jared said. As long as it's series, it doesn't matter. It just uh, it, that's all it is. You know I mean, mean, to be honest. Yeah, uh, after you watch the movie, you'll probably have to come yeah. up with a bunch of theories. So I mean, I like it. Darth Vader was not Luke's father. Oh, yeah. All I can say is this: you know, Disney and J.J. Abrams have done a great job in making it so every Star Wars geek and every geek They're out there is talking. They're talking. I mean, that's the biggest yeah. thing. Whether I'm right. Jared's right, McKay's right, Jessica's, any, Jessica's right, right, or whatever. whatever. All of us are talking about the movie, and everyone is excited. I mean, what the what? They made six point four million dollars on sales, just, just in IMAX. Yeah, That's, in like in like forty five seconds. The movie isn't even <laughs> out yet, and not only that, months, it man. broke the internet. I mean, multiple websites crashed because they could not handle. Facebook, just like so, I got. Uh, I've been waiting all day to get my tickets, and the moment it goes up, it's just stopped. It crashed. Yeah. Well, you know, Gone. Fandango <laughs> did something a little sneaky. They put them on sale a little early by accident, mm-hmm. and um, that was kind of, you know, was very smart of them, but it was also kind of stupid of them too, because a lot of people weren't ready, and then when they figured it out, well, it was just a here, mad here's rush. the funny thing. So I I was over at my neighbor's house. We were getting ready to watch the trailer as the Eagles were playing uh, against the Giants. You watched football. I did. Um, <laughs> and my neighbor was on the couch trying to get tickets. His wife was on the couch trying to get tickets. I'm like, okay, well, let me see. I pull up my iPhone and go straight there. And I'm like, okay, hey, I got tickets for you guys. You want to pay for these? And they're like, what? How the heck? 
they've been spending like the last 15 minutes trying to get it, and the first time I go in, you there it is. The whole process reminded me of. It's just it reminds me of my. Sorry, McKay brought Mr. Good Bars. So I'm just picking up. Yeah, stop eating on the um, microphone. It's weird. The process reminds me a lot of the uh, process in getting Comic Con tickets for San Diego. Oh gosh. We have like four people on different laptops. Oh yeah. Waiting for the moment to drop. Uh, we and as still, soon as you get the opportunity. As soon as it hits noon. Yet. Never Go. hit refresh, McKay. Never no, hit refresh. no. Remember, they told us never hit refresh, and then we did, and realized that everybody said if you had only refreshed it, you would have gotten the ticket. And the site was very specific: don't yeah. refresh it. And if we had, we would have gotten tickets. Well, Everybody else that refreshed it got tickets. Was well, so all I can say is this year you don't have to worry about that. We got to go through the press line, Woo! Yeah. which will be nice. So, yes, oh, for all the rest there. of you that have to fight, sorry. We just have to fill out a huge pamphlet of documentation and paperwork. Which is almost as annoying, but not quite. Oh, it's quite annoying. <laughs> I've felt I feel like it we should buy some metric tickets as a marketing campaign, mm. like throw them in the middle of an arena and give everyone lightsaber and just go, go! And we can just fill Ooh. Them. Ooh, a fight to the death. Whoever's left alive gets a ticket. I like, I like that it. idea. Yeah. Um, we got the West Desert. That so if do. there if any bodies drop, who cares? Just we can just there. flee. <laughs> I was gonna say we drop them off in the desert, throw in one ball of water, and, and see what happens. Just put them right next to Uncle Owen and Aparu. Whoever whoever can meet us in the next five miles, the first person to get to us in the next five miles wins. Yeah, five minutes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome. Yeah, that kind of went a little bit morbid there. Doesn't hit always. always for that one man entered. Two men leave? Yeah? No, reverse that. Okay. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> there is magic and cloning yes. happening in his world. Attack of the clones? <laughs> yes. Now we can buy two tickets. That means Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So, the new book, uh, Whispers Out of the Dust, it's available now? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so tell us a little bit about it. Uh, creepy ghost stories that I was collecting yeah. relating to uh, this sunken town in... Nevada. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called St. Thomas. <coughs> so it was founded in uh, <clears throat> 1865 by Brigham Young sending people down to grow cotton. I don't think that panned out too well because no. by 1871 they left. But uh, well, I started looking and into it's it. Nevada. <laughs> yeah. How do you grow cotton well, in Nevada? Spot where the two rivers meet. The oh, okay. River and the Virgin River. Oh, okay. So oh, this is the fertile spot. Gotcha. There's Anasazi ruins there. So is it like the Atlantis of the desert? I don't know if I'd give it that much credit. Because it became like an outlaw town. And then when they made Lake Mead, Lake Mead covered it and drowned it. Oh, that's cool. And now that Lake Mead is low, the ruins are starting to show up. So I started looking into it, and there's a lot of creepy stories. That is actually pretty cool. Maybe I made some stuff up. All right. Maybe I didn't. (laughs) Maybe just read the book and find out. No, that's that's pretty awesome, you know. It became this outlaw town, and now it's sunk. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of like Atlantis, in a way. I, I, I like I the mean, idea of a lost American of city. Yeah. To me, when I started looking into it, it was like the perfect lost place. Yeah. Well, I mean, most te- – well, you can just drive any direction almost now and f- end up finding a ghost town here in Utah. But to have one that's sunk and has a history and yeah, Anasazi ruins and stuff like that, that's that's pretty cool. Did you spend a lot of time out there? Not a lot, personally. Mm-hmm. I actually did cruise through and just took some pictures, which, for fun, I put 
a few pictures in. Oh, cool. Oh, that very Anybody cool. but you guys can see. Yeah, he's showing us. Hey, look <laughs> at St. Thomas. Or just buy the book and Google. then you get them. There's some really cool pictures. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really cool. So it's just a collection of ghost stories. Excuse me. And then, so about how many story, different stories that are in it? I didn't actually count. I Did you? Almost 20. Oh, wow. wow. That's actually. Some of them are really short. Yeah. Really good. But that's a, that's a really good collection, though, of short stories. Did you talk to any locals? I mean, I know it's a ghost town, but did you talk to anyone I, older, maybe I, got a little? I didn't really talk to anybody when I visited, mm-hmm. but I actually bumped into a couple that were from down there during Comic-Con. Oh, nice. And they had another ghost story for me that I just like, ah, oh, I wish I could put that in. But Very cool. Yet. Now there's a sequel. <laughs> there we go. Just do like an add-on. Thought about it. I thought about playing with the Kindle version. It's an expansion. (laughs) It's a DLC. Oh wow! (laughs) So uh, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, what types of ghost stories did you come across in doing the research for this? I mean, well, I, you know, I did research finding some old journals online. Anything I could that related to it. There was a few old Pioneer ones that had some great stuff. And even if they didn't have a story, sometimes they'd have great quotes that I'm like, oh, I'm throwing that in there yeah. and for something I make up, piece it all together. Like, uh, let me find it real quick. Let's see. He's looking up the quote. Sorry, no, you're fine. Just in case We're anyone is wondering. Looking at pictures of yes. I mean, it's kind of creepy. This is a great one from a pioneer <laughs> in 1865. The dangers are the black rattlesnake, the scorpion, tarantula, centipede, a vicious deadly reptile, and large green worms that come up from the ground. Ew. <laughs> large green worms? Tremors. Tremors? I... Like tomato worms? That's actually kind of funny. I just watched Tremors 5 last night. Oh. Yeah. Is it okay? Tremors 5. Kevin Bacon in that one? Kevin Bacon is not in there, but Jamie Kennedy is. Oh. Yeah. The only movie I like, I was going to say Scream and Kicking It Old School. That's the only thing that Jamie Uh, can Kicking It Old School is awesome because Michael Rosenbaum's in that. I that's actually why I watched the movie and I was like, oh, Jamie Kennedy's in this. And I was like, oh. okay, is it good? he's actually touched is me. Okay? Lex Luthor. Is that at least a five Trimmer? on IMDb? No, it tr- oh, Trimmer's five. Um, I, I, I give it, it's something to watch when you are extremely bored and cannot find anything else to watch in the universe. Man. I'll so it's, it. a, it's a dr- what we call a drunk movie. It, it, it's based in <laughs> Africa. And what? Yep. Really? Jamie Kennedy went to Africa? That's a story in itself. And it, and it's it's Bert is the only character still around that's involved with this. Hey, Bert. Well, he really doesn't have anything else to do. And um <laughs> apparent, I don't know, apparently somewhere along the line they came up with another ev- evolution form of those things and it's called the ass blaster where it farts out and <laughs> Flames and that's are what you, propels. I'm, I'm being serious, yeah, and that's what propels them up into the sky. And then the term "drunk movie" to a whole new level. And then like those things, the moment it was those things lay eggs, and that's what turns into the graboids, the big huh. worms. I know. It, I'm just like, what the heck am I watching? I will not. I green glowing worm, green worms coming out of the ground sounds so much more appealing than 
farting that green worms that yeah. propel themselves. Well, no, the, the, the so you had you had the grab you had the graboids, then you had the shriekers, which were the two legged things with the panels that saw in the Didn't infrared. They fly too? Well, that's that's, that's the ass blasters. They fart. That's yeah. That's just the evolution. They just fart now. Well, they, they fart, and it, it combusts and turns into flames, and that propels them up into the sky, which is how they fly, is by... Ex- Same guy who wrote Superman 5? Yeah. Same guy who wrote Sharknado. tremors. Well, yeah, because those flying things lay the eggs, which creates the big, giant worms, and then it starts over. It's it's an, it's, a, it's a it's a the cycle of life. Yeah. But Bert made it. But Bert has made it all the way through. All through the farting and, and, worms and, and everything. This is a spoiler. I'm going to give it away, but Jamie Kennedy is his kid. So, hey, there you go. Hmm. We'll have to watch that for Steven's birthday tonight. Bless Bert's heart. Yeah. Um, no. Not watching that <laughs> no. I watched it last night, and I really wish I didn't watch something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, these green worms sound a little bit cooler than ass blasters. Yeah. That means something. I mean, the the, okay. Like this a- is here's my scale. I'd rather watch Twilight than watch that again. Oh, yeah. Tremors. <laughs> okay, you know what? Tremors one yeah. is awesome. Somehow we always get on this. Critters. Fart. I will watch Critters over Tremors. This one. Back yeah. to the book. Yeah, but the green worms. <laughs> the green worms. Sorry, oh, that worms. Was as much as I could find, but that was just one thing where I'm like, what? The well, and then that wow. just spawned an entire story. Yeah. That's so. cool. I had to add in what that was. Yeah, but that's okay. So, yes, some of this is fiction, but some of it. It's true it. fiction, so isn't that the it's real... It's like three words. Well, I, I mean, historical <laughs> fiction is kind of fun because you can take an event or something that's happened and kind of twist it around <laughs> and make it really fun. Yeah. What ifs. Yeah. Um, some, of those, uh, some of those are my favorite books. I I like history up to a certain point, up to the, like the Revolutionary War, and then after that I could care less because it's just boring. It's too new to you. It, well, it's just too soon. It's not too soon. It's just ancient battles are so awesome because you know it's when you're fighting someone, you're fighting them face to face, not pushing a button, a rocket fires off, and then blows someone up. Yeah, it's something that's been really hard for me living in Utah. I love Utah, but there's just not a lot of really good history here. I'm from Alabama, and we have Civil War. I mean, you can go mm-hmm. in your yard with a metal detector and find buttons from the Civil War. Right. And, you, know, and you can probably go dig a hole in your backyard, and there's someone's and leg, like, right? I guess it's not LDS, yeah, because the LDS, correct me if I'm wrong, they have a lot of pioneering stuff. Oh, yeah, there, there's a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah. And there's Indian graves and, and we Indian And an arrowhead with a you metal detector. We're the oldest <laughs> school, we're the oldest school uh, uh, history state because we have some of the coolest dinosaur bone pockets in the country. Oh, yeah. Like the pig turtle. Yeah, the, like pig, the pig turtle, turtle that was just today. found today. Unfortunately, they can't tell us many stories, so... Yep. Amazing stories. Were their bones? They're bone selling stories. I knew you were going to say it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> talking about I like actual dinosaurs. People. Who likes dinosaurs? I, I like dinosaurs. Look, I can look. But dinosaurs did not fight. No. Like yes, they did. the way they did in get it, like they did in the Civil War. Jurassic World. Yes, I did. They were all CG I know they did, but not the same way as like the, the Civil War. There's not really cool battle formations. Yeah, it's pretty much they're just eating each other, and there's yeah, it's not like. That's kind of the, the cool stuff about like ancient history is, you know, the battle the battle formations and how they were able to conquer and overcome great odds. I mean, catapults and trebuchets and rams and, that would be yeah. Dinosaurs, but, Did you guys see the first episode of Last Kingdom on BBC? No. They, I want to watch this. Awesome books. I yeah. love the books. I was excited for the series. And they do the shield wall in that. Oh. Where they 
trap some people and just massacre them because yeah, they okay. don't know what they're, how to fight yet with the formation. Okay, I need I need Whoa. to watch this. Really See, I, I I've seen it. I was excited to look at it, but I don't have enough time. Yeah, it's BBC. It should be on Hulu, right? We missed one. No, it there. I don't think they have a deal with. I'm Hulu not sure. Particular series. I thought BBC did. Okay, they might. Double check. Okay, so I have a question really quick. Um, these ghost stories. What are like? What's the age range? Age appropriate? Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter's really into ghost stories. My kids are desensitized because of me, and so they were just digging it. My daughter. Desensitized children. Okay. My daughter's gonna dig it. My ten-year-old that thinks aliens and predators are the best monsters ever. Uh, She likes it. Awesome. Okay. No, say my uh, my daughter's nine and she's extremely desensitized Ooh. when it comes to horror. She <gasps> loves it. She thinks it's like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, so my one daughter, she likes goosebumps and all those. I scary guess books, my question yeah. is, yeah. Um, word language wise, no language. There's no language. That's the Brigham Young thing. Is there remember? big words? <laughs> big words. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's very simple. Like names of cities and. Well, I, I think having big words is actually helpful because then they can say, what's this? You tell them. And then you can explain it to them, and then they know it. I mean, that's – unless it's just full of big words, and that's from mm-hmm. It's like family guy. What's this word? <laughs> he, like, reads – she, like, tells him every single word, and then he reads the inspector. Lois, did you know that so-and-so and so – that's what I feel like when I'm reading a oh. book so, yeah. I tell Liam every big word is hippopotamus. He uses the crap out of him. Awesome. I don't know why stories are always about hippopotamuses. <laughs> Clearly not on the cover. There's now no- I understand why he asked me why a hippopotamus flies an X-wing. Yeah. I would never lie. In <laughs> That's in the deleted scene, right? Yeah, yep, deleted scene. Side by side with Porkins. By how yeah. much weight that thing could hold. Yes. <laughs> Our jokes are getting old. Like, not old, but like aging. Porkins is yeah. my son's new favorite character. Really? Well, thanks to those deleted scenes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know which ones, right? No. The Porkins deleted scenes. Did we see I've these? never seen those. I've never oh, seen come either. on, guys. The Porkins We're deleted Star scenes? Wars. Huge Star Wars fan. Like, I've not heard of them. I have to look at this. Yeah, I'm wearing Superman. <laughs> I got to look this up Porkins. now. Deleted scene. Here we go. Okay. Well, I, why everyone... I am shocked Where because I at? really thought you guys were bigger. Holy crap. There, he, well, I mean, have we seen every behind the scenes? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have seen these. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to watch it after, but you can there see the little uh, clip there. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Oh, you really had me going. <laughs> he was terrified. Know yep, you didn't know something Star Wars. You mean the little performed sepulcher? Whatever that is. Yeah. I have also another question. Um, are you thinking about, or are you, have you already done an audiobook for this? I'm going to with Craig Nibo. Okay. So I'm excited to do it because it's got so many different voice types. It'll sound kind of schizophrenic mm-hmm. because one person will talk like this, next story will right. with little more simplistic way so yeah i'm I, looking forward to doing the audio very soon i love audio books or audio, uh, yeah audio books when it comes to any kind of horror because yeah. for us like when every time the lights go out or something we always get a horror audio book and put it on and let the kids sit in the dark and we just listen to it and if only you would have caught me on monday 
because I had a cold over the weekend, and Monday I had the deepest, craziest, gravelly voice. That would have been awesome. Like, Who did we hire to do our job? <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. awesome to read an entire ghost story in that voice. I agree with Jess, though. I love listening to audiobooks that are horror because you got like the light, like underscore of like the music and like the yeah. thing of like sound effects, and it all becomes real. It's like, uh, well, not only that. I mean, just family time. I mean, and the person reading it is pretty scary most of the time. You know, just the nice thing about horror is, you know, we had a lot of great people that came in. You know, just like Vincent Price doing monologues, and his voice just oh. Or Christopher Lee. If you ever have the option to be able to pick up a book that he narrated for audiobooks, oh my gosh. It oh, I just uh, Children of Hurons yeah. Tolkien, and it's all this dark... Just because of his stuff. voice, it makes it so much creepier. Um, so when you get a really good person doing an audiobook and they're able to inflect their voice and make it creepy, man, that just makes it awesome. I really want to find one by Christopher Lee. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So are you from Utah? I was Originally? born here, but I've lived a lot of my time in Montana. Hmm. I don't know that much in Montana. A little bit in L.A. Parsons. And then back here. Montana. So what did you enjoy? Big open spaces. About Montana? Yes. Always going up in the canyons, mountains, wildlife. I don't know how many animals I've killed and ate, but it's a lot. So basically, like here... A little less strict, strict uh, gun less people, gun <laughs> less people. Yeah, a little bit colder. Just a little bit colder. Yeah, a little bit more. Do what you want, societal wise. That's nice. Yes. Society restrictions can be quite obvious here in Utah. Yeah, but hey, we just talked about taking people out to the West Desert, so hey, That's true. whatever. Uh, moving That's on on that one. Did you call ready? You know, we used to have a saying when we'd, we'd say, you know, email this person, any complaints, or, yeah. But, yeah, we're not going to do used to. We used to. We need to find that person now. Yeah. Hey, McKay needs a job, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have any complaints? So, where, so it's on, where can they find the book? It's on Amazon. Amazon. It's on, and then through Smashwords, I think it's gone to Barnes & Noble, Kobo, everything else. Oh, like nice. That. And then uh, I'm doing a book signing at a coffee shop in Pleasant Grove Saturday morning, 9 to noon. Okay. So which coffee shop is that in Pleasant Grove? Espresso Yourself. Espresso Yourself. That's an interesting name. That's awesome. That's Wait, pretty cool, though. What it, where is it? What? Espresso Yourself in Pleasant Grove. Yeah, he's he's doing a he's going to be doing a book signing there. You know Jen? Yeah. And Brittany. Yeah. Do you know Brittany, too? Yeah. yeah. So I was like... Oh, I, I was gone for a while, and then I come back, and she's not here anymore. Yeah. Jen, where are you? She went. She was. Yeah, she. She's not looking at. Where's she? Yeah. I don't know. I went there a couple weeks ago, and she was no longer there. So. Brittany came oh, to work with. I've been there all summer. Oh, well, really? Uh, yeah, I went to Arches for a long family week. <coughs> came back. Yeah, Brittany uh, came to work with me at Wingnuts for a while. Oh. Now she's. Never anyone knows where you work. I work at Wingnuts in Orem. <coughs> come see me. I'm a huge nerd, but I'm adorable. Wow. <laughs> now we are going to have a stock or two. We just want to serve a lot of businesses. Good job, guys. Yeah. Get some money from it. Yeah, okay. Hazer and uh, pepper spray. I think I'm good. Sweet. And like she can about, kick your butt. Yeah, the plus four years in mixed martial arts. We're good. She can kick your butt. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you have a broken nose? I'm sorry. That's your fault. It's your fault. You asked for it. Yeah, if you're not creepy, come say hey. <laughs> 
Hey. No, <laughs> you, Jared. You're creepy. Ah. But she married him, so it doesn't matter. Her fault. Never mind that. I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> Jared signed that contract. Technically, yes, you guys did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Piece of paper. Signed. Right, it's done. We're, we're tapering off now. Do we I know we are. <laughs> so what is, I mean, besides finding all these different stories, what really inspired you to decide to write this? Because that's, because it's not kind of your normal thing, is it? Or has I, it been? I do a lot of weird fiction, a lot of weird tales type okay. stuff. I mean, my best seller at the Comic-Cons is always Weird Tales of Horror, Okay. which is another short, eerie collection. It's kind of like Twilight Zone in a book. Cool. And I was just reading a bunch of ghost stories by an English writer, M.R. James, this summer. You know, He's been dead probably 75 years or more. Wow. But I really started digging on his stuff, and he's always telling stories of, this really happened. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And I thought, oh, I want to do that, but I'm going to do it with an American twist because his was so proper and English and talking about vicars and who knows what, which I still don't know anything about the Church of England per se. But I thought, oh, I can twist that with what I know right. of Utah and the West. And when I started researching some of these ghost towns, St. Thomas was perfect. I mean, wow. Anasazi ruins, so there's always been people there. Weird things. They had to move the town. Well, people were forced to leave. They had to move the cemetery. So there's some cemetery stories in here. Very cool. Yeah, I love short story. I love short horror stories. I just don't have a lot of time to read. Yeah, I don't know. You know, so that's why I like audiobooks so much. Yeah, oh, me yeah. too. And like, you just there's something really fun about short horror stories because you don't have to take that much time. You can get your get your horror in, and you know, half what one fifth the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I liked Wayward Pines. Yeah, the short series is yeah. one and done. Um, so how long are each of your stories? Is it, are they just different? Depending? All completely different. I think the longest one is probably only about 25 pages. Oh, nice. And the shortest thing in there is just a page. So it's definitely what I would call bedtime story book. Well, and it's not a super <laughs> long book. I mean, no. it, 186 pages, So and you got 20 stories in that. No. So, so um, Some of them are real short. Some of them are... Six seven pages reminds me of um, what's it called? Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love or those uh, books. the Red Book, Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. shorts. Oh, my favorite Edgar Allan Poe short stories. Love them. Um, so I have to ask, what is the title of your favorite story that you wrote in here? Oh, that's hard. Now you got to make a what pick. Is the title, One out of twenty. Uh, what there's the three titles of your three favorites? Stranger come knocking. Stranger come knocking. Probably. Is there was a woman dwelt by a graveyard, mm. bury me deep. Black Jack's last ride. Black Jack was an infamous outlaw that lived in the area. Hmm. Had a gruesome end. And this is a true story. Well, this is a story of a true person, a mm. real person. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That was the interesting thing, bumping into people at this last Comic-Con who mm-hmm. were from down there. They're like, well... Did you use any of the legacy family names? And I'm like, I used some last names, but I didn't touch on any of the legacy family people. So nobody can say that you besmirched my grandfather. So I kind of left them out of it. But some of the more famous people are mentioned, like Black Jack. He's an outlaw. Everybody knew him. Yeah. Um, An Indian shaman named Chief John. Um, Brigham Young is mentioned because he sent people down and he went to visit. Uh, John Wesley Powell, the guy that, the one-armed Civil War general that rafted the Colorado. Mm-hmm. There's a tale with him and 
his explorers in there. Wow. So I have awesome. to wonder if you did use like the legacy name. Is could could they sue you if the information was incorrect? Would it be? Well, I mean, it's a work it's of fiction. Their last name. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a caveat on the front page. Work of. Let them a, try. There's a loophole. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you can say this character's named Perkins. That's my grandpa. Well, which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Joe. Yeah. Society's crazy. Wait, you know, it's just it oh, doesn't I mean, make any sense. It's like, oh yeah, that's me. Um, how, how, well, you you rode a horse down. Do something, yeah. You know, Lincoln's ancestors could have sued over Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Yeah. yeah. And so they can't. A lot of people. I mean, even now today, celebrities will sue over false names in tabloids, stuff like that. And Yelp. And Yelp. Definitely. I don't know. Yelp is such a baby. Anyway, Yelp is it's a weird doing society. Yelp Park for Don't Yelp me dollars. for saying Yelp is a baby, please. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't hear me. Yelp is yeah. suing South Park for $10 million for one of their gags and their show. Doesn't mind. It doesn't surprise me. It shouldn't. South Park makes fun of everyone. They there do. is no one that comes there is no. There's no boundaries. For yeah, those guys. No, that's why it, South Park gets away with so yeah, much. Yeah, it's because, because they it, don't just pick on one group of people. Yeah. They pick on everyone. Every single person. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I mean, funny you That means you made it when South Park's making fun of you. Yeah, when I'm famous, I want to either be on a roast or be on South Park. Let's see what happens. I'll settle for family guy. So, are you the guy that gets killed instead of Kenny that episode? Uh, I'm hoping that's the... He'll die with Kenny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably the most appropriately thing that would happen. He, killed, he killed Kenny. Ooh. Ooh. But I like Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He has to. So, how fun was it writing these? Because, I mean... Laugh. Yeah? It's basically 53,000 words, so you have an idea on how yes. long that takes. Yeah. And I did that in about a month. Oh, Wow. It's my best month ever. That was I'm an awesome month. That, that was an awesome month to be able to write that many words in a month. That's. Do you ever creep yourself out with your stories? Like while you're writing, you get goosebumps just thinking about some of the stuff? Or you're like, yeah, oh. I touched on that in the, the afterward. That's when you know it's good stuff, though. Yeah. Like oh, when, yeah. When we were editing our horror movie, Jess, everybody was gone in the house, and I had the whole day to myself just editing, and then it got into like the late hours, and I would edit, and then like it was behind me. So which horror movie? I don't edit, know. Edit. <laughs> we did one called Creatura. It's like a monster movie. It's kind of like a we we based it off like a B movie formula. Mm-hmm. So just a bunch of people get slaughtered outside a bar from a big monster that represents death, and it was a lot of fun. But again, while we we're putting it together, whenever I was alone, I would be like freaked out by any little sound in the house. Like, what was that? Yeah, there was a couple of times where I'd be late at night doing some research, and if did I hear something rustling the bushes outside the window? No, of course not. That's when you know you're channeling. You know, get into that zone. That's I might awesome. die. When you this write stuff. words on paper, it becomes alive. Yeah. Well, you know, and if your readers can even get even a fraction of that feeling that you had, that's even better because they're they're invested in that, and then they're going to be creeped out. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you get that feeling, I'm guaranteeing that your readers are feeling it much more intense. Not a fraction. You You're need, getting the fraction. You need it. You need to read "Twisted" by Michael Brent Collins. Read it. Again, I don't know. I think it does. Michael Brandt's almost every book he puts out has an audio book. Yeah, but I meant to get to the this one sooner because Craig's yeah. like, anytime you can come up. But. Yeah, Craig's awesome. The only problem I have with audiobooks, especially with Star Wars ones that we've been listening to lately, there's always the female voices that these men do. <laughs> Just 
It just sucked me right out of the story. Are you guys familiar yeah. with I'm Mark like, Thompson? I'm yeah. like laughing, and it's like the most serious part. Of, ah, it doesn't, like it's well, just this. That's why I love the graphic audio like books. Graphic audio when they put the books together, because every character is a different voice actor. <laughs> Like, and so, right so when you you actually have a female character, yes. it's a female character. Yes, I love that. So um, I don't mind. I think Mark Thompson's Jared, a talented Jared chap. Did some pretty good female voices reading the Star Wars comic book last night. <laughs> 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 For my son. But yeah, I didn't run into that issue with Darth Darth Pelagius book audio book because there wasn't really any There's females. No yeah. So. But we got to hear well, Mark Thompson. No, talk. wait. Excuse well, me. There was. Padme, which was kind of weird, but I still I dealt with it. Well, Jess just started laughing when she heard Mark Thompson speak again. Well, because this is the, oh, yeah. this is like the <laughs> second book we've listened to that he's he's narrated. Don't leave me, Reverend. Don't leave me, Like it's like follow your heart in the force. I'm a man making fun of a woman's voice. It's I not even you. a man trying to have a woman's voice, and it's so ridiculous. Well, it's almost impossible for a man to have a woman's voice. So it's, it's like gonna a really bad Halloween costume, yeah. like an old granny and a man trying to. Well, I spent it. 34 hours playing, you know, Nice Old Republic with Bastila. She was female voice, and then I spent 20 hours in a car ride listening to Tranny Bastila, <laughs> and it's a little bit of a different experience. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't fall in love with that. One. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> There is a whole different twist there now. She's supposed to be hot, 25. Um, She sounds like she's really ugly and like 85. It was bad. Like the kind of girl you like approach at the bar, she's really hot from the back. And you're like, hey, how's it going? And like, hey. you think like after like eight or nine hours, it would grow on you, but every single time it was jolting for me. Like I never got used to it. Yeah. Well, I love Mark Thompson. I will listen to anything that he does. Don't state. No, he's good. He did all of our cartoon shows when we were younger, too. Like Pokemon and all that other stuff on WB. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the cartoons I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> I got a friend now. Yeah, I'm like, usually oh, the odd man out. In the 90s, you know. Take that. So, I got to watch Transformers yeah, and Silverhawk and Mask and you know, you know what, you know what we called that when we were your age? Yeah, when we were that age. We what? called that the Boom Network. The Boom? Boom Network. Yeah. Boomerang. Mm. Uh, I got to watch it when it was brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Back when they were building the pyramids. Back then, that's when Fraggle they actually Rock had and yeah, Fraggle Rock, <laughs> Flintstones, the Jetsons were on, and those were kind of old. Indication that. Yeah, those were kind of old, but they still showed that on TV. Yeah, well, they had a, they made a Jetson movie when I was like. Yeah, they made the Jetson movie. Yeah. They did the Transformer movie. Nothing Hor- be better like than the horribly, first movie. horribly crippled emotionally millions of kids, but hey, whatever. The Transformer movie. Oh, the one with the because the they killed yeah. Optimus for the very first time, yeah. and every uh, every child the one with, creeped out. The big planet, oh, God, Unicron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Did you yeah. watch Captain me too. Planet? I did. I Captain okay. Planet, he's our hero. Cartoon crush. Gonna bring pollution down to zero. Yep. Post on our Facebook your favorite TV show cartoon from the 80s and 90s. We'll see. Hey, you got a tablet? Throw it out there. Wait, no. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can do it now. You have power. Remember, have and you power. haven't and you haven't used it. So. <laughs> Yes, we got on a tangent. But, I mean, this is a really cool book. I mean, short stories. It, the nice thing about the short stories is you can read, you know, if you only have a few minutes here or there on a break, you can read through almost the entire story. Yeah. And then go back to work. Next break, read another one. You know, where, yeah. you know, a whole novel, it's like, oh, man, you only get a piece. And then there's another some, piece. Yeah, there's some phone books out there that I'm like, oh, I want to read that guy's next book. But, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I, I love Brandon Sanderson. But 
the Way of Kings and the whole Stormlight book, I didn't read that first book. I had it. I got it the day it came out. I didn't read it for two years because, like, the thing was massive. It's over a thousand pages. It's bigger than your the yellow pages. And it's like, oh, yeah, the next book isn't coming out for two years. I'm like, why would I read this then? So it's set, collecting dust on my shelf. And then the second one came out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to read it now. And I read through that one. I read through the second one, which was even bigger than the first one. And now I'm still waiting for the third one. It'll be bigger. And it will be bigger because I know there, there's 11 of them. See, I need to feel some kind of closure. when I Like, I don't like to get up from reading or put a, d- a book down until I have some sort of yeah. closure, and that's why short stories are so amazing. You get, even if it's not the closure you want. Well, I, I'm okay it, with novels when I know, hey, I'm going to get to a point where, no, you like know. I feel investing that much time in it, and then it's just over. It leaves me. Well, like with, okay, so R.A. Salvatore <laughs> is another author I've been reading forever. But normally I know with him that he does three book arcs. So at least yeah. the arc is, it's still, the story still ends, but the overall arc will end in three books. And so it's like, okay, I can go through this book. I have some sort of resolution for the story there, but the overall arc, I got to wait another two books. And he writes a new book every year. Right now he's doing it every six months, which is just insanely crazy. But. but you know, I could wait a year. That's not a bad thing. But two years for the next book is just insane. And then I got to get another two years for the next book. And it's, wow. Yeah. This is going to take forever. And hopefully it's not like another Robert Jordan. Well, the books are better than that. But, you know, he, he kicks <laughs> off before the books are finalized. So, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's time. It's time for what? Star Wars. Okay. We can talk about Star Wars. I'm, I'm sure David will. <laughs> oh, will David jump in. will be on this conversation for sure. And, unless he doesn't oh, want to be part. You got some theories? Oh, oh yeah. Oh uh, We pissed <laughs> off We're a so lot of people. That people are going to turn us off. Okay. Okay. So first off, if you do not want to hear about any rumors or and any theories. any theories about the upcoming movie, <laughs> now is the time to to, to ju- stop listening. Oh, which okay. I'm sorry. You should you should listen. Um, however, or you could just you know if you've already downloaded this, fast forward for a bit and then we'll be to the end. Um, so, the the new trailer hit Monday. What did we learn during? What did we know? Monday, Monday night football. It was awesome. The universe exploded as Facebook. That's all you saw on Facebook for like two days, mm-hmm. which is really weird because I was talking to a couple other people about this and like, you know. This is such a huge impact when you know I'm seeing post after post after post of Star Wars, and then randomly I see someone talking about their dog, and it's like, what the crap? Where have you been? Did you crawl out of a tunnel? You know. And then of course, in the middle of all that, we had you know Marty McFly and Doc Brown supposed to be showing up for Back to the Future. So this is like uber geek nerd week. Yeah. So and of course, sorry. I love that post where it's like. The girl, the woman crying. She's like, Kim Kardashian stop, crying. stop talking about Star Wars and get back to talking about my family. Yeah. She's and the undead king is like, you have no power here. No, it's talking about the one where it's like showing the Star Wars stuff. And it's like, my entire news feed has been taken over by the new Star Wars trailer. And I'm not even mad. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Well, so Some people were mad. before we move on, <laughs> I have to put this out there. From now on, Back to the Future is set in the past. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. 
All of them. Right. Every movie is set in the past. We got close. Yeah. We got close to hoverboards and. Well, we got I close mean, to a lot like, of things. I mean, the auto laces will Jaws, be coming out next year. Jaws 19. Okay, so yeah, I feel like that's Sharknado now. Well, <laughs> I feel like it's taken over. Uh, did you see the the fun trailer that they threw out for, for all that? The Jaws is it, and they were just like insanely ridiculous. Jaws yeah, gets a family. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Now we're just making up stuff. Jaws 12. I mean, it was just hilarious. Where it just kept going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, someone I mean, had you lots think of if fun. If they kept doing Jaws, eventually there would be sharks and tornadoes. I mean, I feel like they'd run out of stuff. That that's just what would happen. Alien sharks. I think they ran out of stuff sharks after the third one. By, by alien, you know, yeah, like probably. You a breed of shark. I think that was one of the ones on the trailer. Actually, <laughs> there a farting shark? There was. There was something. I don't know. But I mean. The fourth one that they had was just crazy where the sh- they do this electric pulse and the shark comes straight up out of the water. I mean, literally just straight up and just waves back and forth so it can get rammed by a boat. I don't know any shark that goes straight up and then waves Clearly with its body. Clearly you have South Australia. Yeah, no, those propel themselves uh-huh. Uh-huh. at an angle, not straight up. You don't know. He never uh-huh. been nowhere. Yeah. You don't know. I watch a lot of sci-fi. It's called network. Shark Week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that you just said Sci-Fi Network doesn't help your cause at all. <laughs> His actual Shark Week actually helped him. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting your historical facts from un, uh, no, see, unreliable from sources. No, see, he's wa- he's watching the Sci-Fi Channel because he's watching the, the sharks that have laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> yeah, freaking laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> okay, so the Star Wars trailer came out. Universe exploded. Everyone has their theories. Everyone's saying this or that. We should go around the table, give a theory each. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or Start we with just Dan. bring up a point and we say what our theory is. Yeah, we can do that. There's like 6,000 theories the I have in my head. Spoken. We have to, like, have to pinpoint what we're talking about. Okay. Right so, who wants to start? I love the Chewbacca theory so much. No, it's not serious. We'll go with another serious one. Um, the Chewbacca's dying? No, that's one of them. That's not a theory. That's that a is fact. not Chewbacca. That's a fact. <laughs> that is not Chewbacca in the picture. That's actually a jacket. And a the, very furry jacket. No, it's you're seeing uh, a person laying down, and their hair is covered in snow. All right. The theory is the theory is that uh, everyone's freaking out that Luke isn't in the isn't in the poster. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, well, what happened was what happened was is that uh, uh, well, Han Solo, he uh, him and Chewbacca oh, were out awesome. uh, running around doing stuff, and, Ch- and Chewbacca dies. Mm-hmm. And he is just so he's so just crushed by the fact that his best friend is gone and there's no remorse in him. He's just he's just done. So in order to get him out of that rut, Luke skins Chewbacca wearing his fur <laughs> in order to give Han Solo an opportunity to say goodbye to his best friend. Well, it, it, after losing his best friend once already, Han Solo just doesn't le- let uh, Chewbacca out of his sight ever. So Luke, in theory, is uh, is Stop. trapped. In Chewbacca's in skin, chewy suit. traveling the world with the smuggler, the galaxy with the smuggler, and is <laughs> unable to break character. Okay, I I, I, I hate to kill I hate to kill this for you, but Luke it, Luke is shorter than Han. He makes it worse. He knows a force. And um, no, yeah, yeah, y- yeah. No, we're rolling with it. I'm sorry. That that's bad. Yeah, yeah. That's cross players. Um, and, and now, that, now that we got that one out of the way, I, I need to. I want to hear the one that you posted the other day because I agree okay. a lot. With okay, so so mine, so the the one with the the twins, which is totally yeah. not true at all. It's so, not. But you go ahead and say. I don't know. I, I I'm starting to really. There's a lot of things that are pointing that uh, Ray and Kylo are actually the solo twins. So that wasn't that is now gone. Not you know. There's several points in several of those books where. Han and Leia had to send 
their children away um, for their protection because they didn't want them hunted down. So with how things have changed, I'm my theory is you know they have sent the twins away much like Leia and Luke were sent away. So they've been raised separately on different planets, um, so they're safe, which would explain. You know, I don't and, understand and, why, though. I mean, why they would be sent away. I for, their, for their safety, because... Yeah, but at the time when they had the kids, there wasn't that... This is now just starting to come back up. No, well, no, because... The Empire had a huge presence. The Empire still had a huge presence. They were being hunted down, because they're not the rebels in the new book. They're in the new movie. They're the resistance. Okay. Um, the Rebel Alliance never came, came to be, really, and neither did the new Jedi Order, so they weren't as, they're not as safe as they would have been with Jedis in that running around. So they're being they're constantly being hunted. That's why Luke is in hiding. Um, plus we have the we have the the First Order, which they're executing the First Order every issued by the Emperor Empire, which is Order sixty six, destroy all rebels and um, Jedi, which mm-hmm. is another reason he's he's in hiding. And so they've been hiding up. Now, if we remember, in kind of in episode four, Leia kind of had a high, kind of a British, almost British accent. That which, was a fluke, but yeah. I know it was a fluke, but that could explain why Ray has that accent. Because it's a, it's a, it's a high imperial uh, or royalty type of speech well, pattern. Well, if, if she were separated, maybe she was raised by somebody else. Yeah. Well, or, or there's that. There's a couple of things. She looks a lot the way she dresses, the way she looks. It looks way too much like Padme. I don't know if you've noticed that, no, but I, I definitely yeah. noticed that. I'm just wondering why no one thinks that it's possible that it's Luke's children. Because no, Mara Jade. We don't know that. We, we don't found know. some girl. We don't know yet. True, but he's been in hiding, so he wouldn't have really had you know, children. He was a hero going back to tattooing all those farm girls, flocking. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. You can get anything well, you want. No, and, and I told and no, him and not only that, that I thought that they were. Yeah, and not only that, we have Kylo saying, "I'm continuing on what you started." Yeah, he has to be, and he's got to. Him. He has to be a Skywalker. He's yeah. got to be related somehow. Um, but finishing what he's done is in what? Kill the rest of the Jedi? We don't know. I mean, that's who knows. There could be something. Could be something that Vader initiated that we don't know of. I was telling him. I said, you know, the funny thing is, is that when. Um, the Emperor, when Darth Vader is dying, mm-hmm. there's nobody there but him and Luke. Yeah. So it just looks like Luke murdered him. Mm-hmm. And no one would know that they had come to... Yeah, and they, see, guess, they see Luke dragging Vader's body yeah. off. So if someone came after him, all they would have was the stories from the people that mm-hmm. weren't in the room. And so they would still think there was this vengeance and there was well, an enemy, feel, but that, there's not. That could be, that could be why Maybe the First Order is later. trying to hunt him down. Because, well, all, for all they know, Luke slayed the Emperor and Vader. And now you know they, they want retribution. Um, you know, A couple of other things. The Starkiller, is, you know, we've seen that in the poster. That's a freaking planet. I mean, it is a living planet. That's what you see in several of the scenes where there's snow and everything. That's the actual planet. That's a freaking machine. That's what we're seeing the trenches and everything run through. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what, and there there are trenches on there, as well as when you see the, the person on the command bridge, and you see that giant red light, that's the the, beam, the weapon firing from the Starkiller. Which is one of the theories that we couldn't figure out. When you see that person standing on there, who do you think that is, Kylo or Captain Phasma? I don't know. It's really tough because... Well, in Entertainment Tonight, people were all like, oh, here's a picture of Kylo Ren. But I, I, I think it's Phasma. It, it's really tough to say because they're, both of their helmets sweep the same way. Right. And they both have a cape that sweeps from the shoulder 
back behind them off. I, I didn't see any I armor. It, but, they didn't, but but yeah, Kylo Ren true. comes up on both sides. He's just tucked like a scarf on both sides, and that was only on one side. If you look at the the costume that you can buy online, it does not have we that. We have the toys, and we're I know. looking at the. Toys. But if you look at the but costume, look it at sweeps. The movie, I know. And they actually know. show Kylo Ren's Dan, face Dan. on. He yeah. has the scarf. I'm a woman. Don't is, argue. This is the this is the woman that took over your ship. That's on okay. The space simulator. <laughs> I still won. She's, she's I gonna, still won. She's gonna win. I still won because I agreed <laughs> with her. But I won. So, anyways. Warp. Um So, I mean, there's those a uh, couple other things I've noticed, and these are kind of rumors out there. Is the staff that Ray has because Ray is also true is hunting for Sith artifacts as well as Kylo. So why would two different people be doing the same thing if they weren't twins for the same family doing the same thing? Maybe Kylo just Never fell. Why do you right? think that she's looking for artifacts? She, cause she is, uh, it's been mentioned a okay. couple of times say, by she's JJ. She's in the ship in the very beginning and because she's another, a another, and Yeah. Well, that's just kind of a, I mean, it's just convenient that you're looking Definitely, for. Definitely, because yeah. if you look at her glasses, yeah. you know, glasses that she scavenged from. Yeah, it's just it's convenient to say, hey, you're a, a scavenger. What is your I'm cover here, story for hunting? Stuff, like she's well, so did so did Luke, and you know, Luke was pretty good at that. So was Anakin. So it's not Luke's daughter. The other thing is... I just don't think he can get laid. I agree I, with you. No. Somebody might sorry. have slept with him. I'm sorry. Who, who knows what could have happened with his equipment when he got attacked by the Wampa? Why does it make sense that he go, he, if he's, <laughs> he's with Marjorie, if there is no Marjorie, he could have fallen in love with someone on the dark side. Would I mean, you explain why Kylo Ren is on the dark side? Because his mother is... Yeah, I, I still think it's the Solos. But hey, it could be... I, 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 other thing is... Asthma. It's Phasma's so, kid. <laughs> another, another one of my theories, because we, we we've seen... Her, We've kind of seen images where her eyes have changed a little bit when she's discharging a weapon. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that. But there's a rumor going around that the staff she's carrying is Darth Plagueis' staff. Oh. Which also doubles as a plasma weapon that can fire off energy beams. So, again, it comes back to the why are two different individuals hunting down Sith artifacts? Because the force has awakened, Daniel. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Well, he said it. But you know, <laughs> I know. And so, you know, and McKay and I had a conversation because, like, okay, you know, Han was talking to her and Finn and telling him, like, you know, the the Sith and the Jedi, you know, that's all real. And we were talking, I'm like, well, if this was really their kids, they would have been force fed this. I mean, that would have been just like, hey, that it's it's family time. Let's talk about it. But if they were pushed away for their own safety for Decades. They kind of they they hunted down Han Solo. They found yeah. They, he found her father, and then he told her all these stories. Well, I'm saying if they would have been around, they would have been told all that stuff like they were in the books. Right. But on the theory that they were sent away when they were very young for their safety, you know, and now she suddenly comes back. Now that would that would be but, like well, the father like the, talking to his daughter, no, saying, "Hey, hey, you know that that's real. It all of it's real, and that could be kind of a reunion going on." Um, you know, and then maybe, you know, when we see the scene of Leia crying against Han's chest, that's when they find out that Kylo is their son. I don't know. I mean, there's... It's I, just that he looks quite... He looks... It, without the helmet, he looks Nick. a lot like how Jason Solo is described. <laughs> well, he looks... And he, she looks a lot like how Jaina is described as well. Okay. He's just like Ezra to me. But yep. at the same time, she doesn't have a last name that that's given. Um... All we know is he's Kylo Ren, 
We don't. He, so that's and and, and and we know oh. and we know Ren is a surname that's given, kind of like Darth is right. a title given because he then establishes the Knights of Ren, and then we know Finn doesn't have a last name, right? but everyone else Finn, has last na- full names except for these right. characters, which I know they purposely did. So, yeah. is it at all possible that he's Lando's son? Okay, so <laughs> obviously not is Prince of Leia. He's too dark to be Prince of Leia. So this is this is where I I know there's a lot of talk about that because there is the time when though. when Han was in the carbonite right, and he was having him. to yeah who knows what could have happened. You thought you were dead. My man. only problem with that is he was part of the first order. Finn, it was actually a stormtrooper as part of the right. first order. And the way he says that he was raised. Yeah. To, you know, so I'm. It could have happened to Lando though. I, you know, and he could have been orphaned. Too. Maybe, maybe, but I, I really think that's far reaching just because it kind of sounds like. Too many orphan babies running around. Well, no, I, I don't. I, in my opinion, the, the I don't think they just grab, oh, hey, you're 18. You're drafted into stormtroopers. It's like, no, they take the children when they're really young to brainwash them. Well, that makes sense then. If he took, if they took one, Lando's kid or, and I understand Lando's not, you know. Yeah, I just. I, I, we don't know, and I, and as far as we know, Billy D. Williams isn't in any of these. That's because he died. That would be sad. He That's didn't die. He died, and oh, Lando, and you're saying his, Lando died? His son. Um, <laughs> no. Or no. grandson, as old as he is. Mm, no, mm. I don't know. He could have knocked somebody up before. He could have, but it's probably not. It could not be a later. baby daddy. <laughs> you yeah. Don't know. Well, my ultimate fanboy theory is that in his search for these Sith relics, uh, Kylo runs across a Sith holocron from the old Republic. Revan's. That's finding Revan's holocron. I believe that's what. And that's through, why his mask looks so. Through history and everything, when people mention Revan, it has been skewed. Now it's abbreviated Ren. So it makes sense. Revan take out the VA Ren. Now, the Knights of Ren follow the teachings of the old holocrons of Darth Revan, and thus it follows what Darth Vader was doing in reestablishing the rule of two when killing the Emperor and taking Luke as an apprentice. That didn't work out. Kylo's there to finish the job, following the philosophies of Darth Revan. That's if my that, If dream. that is true, that is the coolest. I, I won't. I, Revan, that is so cool. I, I, I don't dispute that because. In. I, I don't. I don't you did you read or listen to the Dark Pelagic, Darth Pelagius book? I've read pieces. I've okay, read, so that is supposed to still be canon because it involves Palpatine and that. So, in that, Pelagius instructs Palpatine to go in search and collect as many Sith holocrons and artifacts as possible. So it kind of follows along that same storyline that we're getting right now, and we already knew and. Pelagus already had Bane's and Revan's holocrons. So it wouldn't surprise me if Kylo has that Revan's holocron. Thus explaining why, why his helmet so much why like his Revan. helmet is very close to it because Revan, you know, Revan's identity was kind of one of the most secret things because he wore the mask. He wore the, the helmet of Mandalore and modified it. And so there has to be some connection there because really none of the Sith. so much were, like him; it can't be a coincidence. Well, none of the Sith really wore one. Last week, so that's what I thought too. But J.J. Abrams announced that the helmet and the face mask are supposed to be a nod to Darth Vader. 
And I know J.J. Abrams can be someone to throw a twist in. Well, that's okay. But even Vader's mask, Vader's whole helmet is actually uh, a redesign of a Sith uh, assassin droid. Yeah, that, that, well, not HK, but a, a, a different one that was modified to give him that fearful terror look, uh, which obviously worked. Um, but even if that's so, then why the heck does the mask not even closely resemble Vader's? Other than the back of the helmet and the swoop, nothing resembles Vader's mask. And the, res- or the um, respirator. Yeah, respirator. The fact that he has a respirator. Well, he doesn't need it. But, um, no, he doesn't need it. I mean, he likes the way it sounds. Because you're right. Sounds he, like he, well, not only that, I think he, he uses that to modify his voice so people don't recognize his voice. He seems much more authoritative. Well, of course. I mean, it sounds cooler, but if he if he is baffles me to if he is one of the solo twins, what better than to use something to disguise your voice? If you guys' theory is correct, that they will actually mention the name Revan in the new Star Wars film. I hope so. I hope so because if they do, then that legitimizes Knights of the Old Republic. Well, they would have to. They would have to give a name. It just baffles me to think that they went through all of those designing phases and things at Lucasfilm doing all the research of what's canon, what's not canon, and no one stopped and said, hey, this kind of looks like Darth <laughs> Revan, one of the most popular <laughs> shit forwards that's ever been released. It's got, it can't be a coincidence. There's something I still don't understand with Kylo Ren, if Adam Driver is him. Why is he wearing the mask and hood, and then when Never. he goes to confront oh, Finn, he's very loosey-goosey without maybe well, at this point he's given up. Maybe they were childhood friends, and he was just trying to freak him out. Maybe well, Finn goes bad halfway well. through the movie, okay, and so, goes so there's and a couple. there's a couple reasons. One, maybe the helmet is damaged. You know, maybe there is there's some other fight that happens before that scene. So the helmet is damaged, so it, it does him the no good. Respirator clogs. <laughs> well, you know, because I mean, if you remember when you see Vader's mask go on for the first time, it has all those infrared sensors and all these other things that are feeding into him that he can see differently. Um, and maybe that's going on in the same mask. You know, maybe that's damaged, and so he can't see out of it. So he has to take the helmet off. That would make sense to me. You got to take the helmet off because you can't see. We call that the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man effect. Uh, I call that on the damn mask. I call that the Tobey Maguire. Well, the Spider-Man issue. mask effect. Man, that thing kept coming off all the time. So I, we don't. I mean, there's there's a lot of questions. Why take off your helmet? That's the only thing that makes sense to me. It was damaged, so he had to take it off to be able to fight. Or maybe you know? Finn was raised through the rankings of the Sith Empire or, or the New First Order, and he knew of Kylo. Maybe he knew Kylo. And yeah. now he's like, hey, they I've been walking been around the whole time. Together. We don't or, know. Or, been best or maybe, we don't know. okay, we'll throw another twist in, you know, because he is part of the First Order. He knows about the Skywalkers. He, you know, he knows about the Solos. He knows what their children look like because, you know, he's been raised to always, you know, here, see these people? Shoot on sight. And now suddenly, here's this person that's, that has been issuing orders all this time. He takes off the mask, and now he's freaked out because that's the guy he's supposed to be hunting down. Well, I all think it'd time. be really, I mean... But he's the guy that's been issuing orders. Think about this. Think about if they knew each other. Think about if they were friends or if he was... Yeah, I mean, it, it, and then And then Kylo Ren realizes that he's changed his allegiance, and this is a very personal fight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Friends become enemies? Enemies become friends? friends? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the whole... I really like the idea, yeah. but I mean... The whole rumor that Kylo Ren is Luke, I think it's just a bunch of baloney. Is Luke? Yeah, there's a rumor no, going I know. around. I started it. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> it. I think it's a bunch of hogwash. No, I mean it like was a joke, just I just bringing up the point of, of one, enemies become six five. 
the point of enemies becomes friends, uh, friends become enemies. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have seen online the detail in the trailer of Han walking up to this building or establishment with the banner of the Ooh. Mythosaur hanging up on top, which if you don't know what the Mythosaur is, it's the dinosaur skull symbol that Boba Fett wears on his shoulder. It's a, Mandalorian. It's a symbol of Mandalorians. Um, what's going on right there? Well, in IMDb, it has Boba a clan. It already named no. It already named a clan leader, and so I don't think it's Boba Fett. I think that there are going to be. There's a lot of characters that aren't named. There's one in particular that looks a lot like he could play Boba Fett, but I think that they're going to go to these guys and these Mandalorians, these clans are going to have information for them. They're going to end up helping them. I think that would be really cool. In the books, Matt or Boba Fett is actually one of the people responsible for bringing back the traditions of Mandalore. And well, he becomes Mandalore. Yeah. He becomes Mandalore. I think it very you know plausible that he is actually doing that. He's bringing the Mandalorians back well, together. Well, and at this I think point. if you look okay, at this, this is... point, that the, the galaxy is 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 in shambles and that the Empire has been. <laughs> crippled and that the rebellion isn't fully developed, I think it's completely possible for the Mandalorians to try to regain their strength and come back to power. And that forces that forces Han to go seek aid from the Mandalorians, which is a great plot twist in modern cinema of the fact that well, when friends become enemies. Exactly Han has done I that. I just said it took you five yeah. minutes longer. Okay. What I was and that happened, to say. that happened in the books, actually. Yeah. What I was going to say, is I honestly think, you guys, I don't know if you watch Rebels or not, Mm -hmm. but if you're watching and you're paying attention, I think that they're putting little Easter eggs in there for us, and what are the odds that they would come across, they would get the the clones, find the old clones, get them all together, and I think... That's for fanboy, like, unfortunately, they're going to be dead. So, unfortunately, all the original clones will be dead at this point. I understand that. Because of expiration dates. I understand that as well. But what I'm saying is if you look at the story of where they're going, these three Mm -hmm. people are going because they're desperate to get help. Yeah. And they go and find these people in their little home or whatever in the middle of nowhere. It was in the water, right? Or was it in the... They were in the salt flats. Okay. Yeah, it was literally like the salt flats. And they go and get help from them. I think it's very. She's talking about the uh, season premiere, or I guess the last season or episode of the Rebels. I think it's. I think it's possible they could go to the Mandalorians and and get help if they needed. If they needed muscle, that would be a great place to go. Well, that's just a faction that hasn't been explored in the you know previous movies very much. That's very much so popular in the Mm -hmm. fan base community. Like people love Mandalorians. I see no reason why JJ wouldn't bank on that. Well, yeah. This is where I think you will see Boba Fett because I do too. <laughs> Disney announced this year that he escaped the Sarlacc. Well, I know. You know, and it's always kind of been, eh, did he? Did he not? And George finally said, yeah, he escaped because the fans wanted it. Well, they made it official. It is canon. He escaped. And they wouldn't just make him escape to die of dehydration on the way back. Well, like you know, and, and another yeah. character or another person to play him. Yeah, they could. They. Because they don't really need to. Who it is, if they do. Yeah, I mean, they really don't need to. I mean, because we already, I mean, he's we already have a decent person to do that. Um, Yeah, I mean, if not, I mean, they just have him do the voice. But I really hope that uh, you know Daniel Wogan. Well, he's too young. Too young. He's too. Tamar Morrison's the right age too. Yeah, I think it has to be him. Well, because Boba Fett is going to be much older now. I mean, he is going to be in his late years. Now, again, there is the theory, because the Sarlacc pit, that what that does is it prolongs life, that he could be younger, I, because we know in the books he was severely scarred because of what happened to him in the Sarlacc pit, so he always keeps his helmet on. He never usually takes it off. It's the Deadpool effect. Deadpool. Yeah. So, 
you know, they don't really need to have a face, mm-hmm. you know, just the voice. Um, question, but, but why, you know, that is several people pointed. Okay. Yeah. You see? Yeah. I mean, several, yeah, I mean, several people have noticed the, you know, the clan banner. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes sense because if you're going to throw in Mandalorians, you have to bring him back. Yeah. And why it, and it makes sense to bring Boba Fett because he wasn't a fan of the Empire, but they paid well. And, you know, well, you know, he got screwed over and thrown into a Sarlacc pit. Why not? I think either way, the fact that we see that banner tells me that either Boba Fett, the Mandalorians, or both yeah. make a return, which I am so excited well, to see. In this, if again, it's expanded universe, but in this time frame, this time period, he who had become Mandalore. And he had assembled all the Mandalorians together. So it would make sense that it's Boba Fett. Yeah. And they could very well still take that part of the expanded universe or yeah. the legends and you know, put it in this movie and it would still make sense. Yeah. Because it's not interfering with the main cast very much. So, I don't know. There's just so much. I mean, there's there's, so there's a lot of really cool stuff that they that we won't ever see probably. You know, we probably won't see Thrawn. But then there's fan films. Um, you know, I would really love to see some Knights of the Old Republic. And, you know, maybe if they do say, hey, this is Revan, that opens up that possibility that they do make a connection to Revan, that then there will be that. I especially think since, you know, Coder's an old game, not everyone has played it. If it came out as a movie in 10, 20 years, it would probably be one of the most mind-blowing stories anyone's ever yeah. seen in the Star Wars universe, especially so, to anyone who hasn't played the games. I don't know. You've kind of been quiet over here. You don't know what to jump in on? I defer to you guys. I, I was... <laughs> Hoping to hear something more about where's Luke. I okay, so Luke, from everything that I've kind of seen and read, Luke is in hiding, plain and simple. I agree. Because we know he show he plays a big part in the next movie. So he's and, relegated to kind of cameo status in this. Well, one? no, I think he does show up, but I think they're purposely not showing him in the poster or in the trailers because when he finally reveals himself, because I think we have seen him. I think he is the person that reaches up and touches R2. Because if you look at that, it's kind of like a, a it's like a tender touch of mm-hmm. a reunion between two old friends. You know, we don't see a face. We don't really see any skin. We just see this old with kind of robotic hand. Now, if he's been in hiding since the end of Jedi, you know, he can't show his face, so he's probably just been able to get whatever cheap, you know, replacement because his hands, you know, it got blasted and he wasn't able to get it repaired. Um, so, you know, maybe he's been hiding on some, maybe he's been on Dagobah for all we know. Who knows? Well, if he's been in hiding, he couldn't maintain his mechanic. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to maintain it. it, So that's why we have this kind of robotic type hand. And that is Luke. That, that's my theory is that is Luke because you don't really see anything more of that individual. Um, when you see Luke, because we're just going to say that is Luke and which I agree with, what does he look like? Well, he looks like an old hermit. He's going to look like he, an old hermit. He because, is the Ben Kenobi yeah. of the new trilogy. Yeah, he is going to be. Um, but we know he at least survives this movie. Because uh, if he's, he's, he's an, an eight. eight. Yeah. Um, or it's flashbacks in the eighth. You know, there is the a Jedi lot of... holocrons have all kinds of possibilities or, for flashbacks. Again, my huge thing with that was Obi-Wan did die in number four, but he was still in five and six. So but he's he a ghost. ghost spirit, but we know for a fact that there's a fight scene with Luke the he did the the Mark Hamill almost literally died on it, and it wasn't oh, it wasn't a flashback. Just yeah. Really hard. Kylo Ren looks absolutely nothing like Harrison Ford 
Or well, kind of like Luke. If you no, really try to describe I'm sorry. It doesn't even look like Luke. You you don't have. To be honest, I mean, this is the thing. If you look at think, movies and TV shows, no one looks like their parents. That's not true. I think that she looks. Leo she looks. Then, yeah, yeah Leo look, look exactly like alike. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What well, was your original Luke theory, babe? Looks like Anakin to me. You know what I mean? Like the whininess, especially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was your original theory with the lookalikes, babe? What? Kylo Ren looks like who in your eyes when we first saw it? Ezra. Oh, Ezra, Ezra yeah, I think he looks like Ezra from Rebels. He looks exactly like him. At first I was like, no, 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 and I did, like, I photoshopped them side by side. I was like, oh, they look exactly, exactly alike. Unfortunately, thing, it, it can't, be. can't be Ezra because Ezra would be as old as Harrison Ford. He was well, hanging out. It could be he, his kid. He was hanging out in the Sarlacc with Boba Fett is the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, it could be so, his no. child. Um, no, he'd be too he young. Have the force. No, he, he's the same age as Harrison Ford. Okay, so so if it's if it's the child of Ezra, mm-hmm. okay, so we could we we could go that. Then that would go back to one theory I have that Kylo is actually Vader's apprentice. Yeah, I like that. So maybe he is training a secret solo. apprentice. I like that because we know he tried to do that. You know, in Force Unleashed, the video game that they put out. You know, we had Star Killer as his hidden. You know, and we know, and even if you look in the Darth Plagueis book. Darth Maul was Sidious's secret apprentice. So there really has never been the rule of two. Well, there really has not. And I know this isn't a really big deal, but I mean, if you look at Ray, she's 23. Adam Driver's 31. We're not we're not talking about, you know, three nine or four years. years cinema difference. We're talking yeah, about nine years. I, but if he has a really young face, that doesn't matter. He doesn't I mean, have a really young he face. He does. I thought he was a baby. I mean... Look at Tom Welling. He's my age, and he played you know young high school Clark Kent forever. And yeah, he was. You guys seen Amanda Bynes in every high school movie since like the nineties? <laughs> yeah, cinema can trick you. Yeah, don't look at her now. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, can't look away. She's hideous. Um, anyways, so I, there, and this is a really cool thing about all the theories, all the rumors going out. Everyone's talking. Everyone now wants to go see the movie to find out who's right. Whose theory is right? What it is, and anything you know, that's the cool part and the the brilliance in the marketing strategy that they have because everyone's going to go see because why is Luke not on the poster? Why is Luke not in the trailer? Because everyone now wants to go know yeah, where is Luke. JJ's planting questions before he, you even get to the city. Yeah, and he did a really good job. You know, I the Warland Squares. You know, and I don't know if anyone noticed, but if you slow the frames down, you know when Finn turns around, you see the Falcon in the background. Um, also, Finn is wearing the jacket of uh, what's uh, no, not, no, not Ray, the the guy that uh, Kylo Ren is torturing. She's wearing the same clothes that Lando steals from Han Solo. I can't remember his name. Empire Strikes oh, Back. Yeah. So if you, you you notice, there's a couple of scenes with Poe, and he's wearing the same jacket that Finn is. So I'm wondering if you know why Finn sees him torturing him, and then ends up grabbing the jacket and trying to escape, and then they blast him out of the sky and. He lands on the desert planet, Jakar, whatever. Jakku. Jakku. Um, and then that's how he ends up running into Ray and, and so forth. And, you know, and Ray may not be her real name. It may be Jaina. I don't know. We that's we true. don't know. Yeah. Her adoptive parents could have given her a different name. Yes. Just like or Leia Organa. Even though her name stayed Leia. And Luke, really. Either way. Darth Vader didn't know. I don't think no, I didn't. we saw any much more else that was controversial. I mean, I'm trying to think if... 
Oh, uh, just with Finn, do we think, I mean, we know he was raised with the First Order. Do we think he, how when he's holding a lightsaber? He's got to be Force-sensitive. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I feel like he is, but he, I don't know if Ray is. I, I'm not positive Ray is. She is. You think she I mean, is? If she, I mean, okay, again, just because there's a, in a couple scenes. But like Leia, where not she, like Luke. Is that what we're doing? No, I'm thinking more along the lines of Luke. Really? Because, I mean, honestly, Jaina is the more powerful of the two twins. You got to read more of the books. Sorry, she she actually ends up killing Jason. Killing Jason Solo. Yeah, Aww. she actually had she she's trained. So in the books, she's not only trained by Luke, but she's also trained by Boba Fett, which is awesome. awesome. Which is awesome. Um, and yeah, because her whole purpose is to hunt down her brother and kill him, um, which she struggles he with because side. he turns yeah. to the dark side. But I mean, she struggles with it really badly. Um, but then she ends up. I mean, she she kills him, um, but she actually is stronger in the Force out of the two. So, but so far in the movies, I haven't seen anything to really back up the Force in Rey. I haven't the, either. Okay, so this is where I I think that thing. she is more powerful because she is. If that is Plagueis' staff, that is a very that is true, big though. time Sith artifact that she is actually using as a weapon or a walking stick. Well. Yeah. Well, there, there's there, <laughs> there's a few people that. I am not. Well, there's a few people because there's a, some scenes where she's firing a blaster, and some people have been talking about it where she's firing a blaster and her eyes kind of change a little. Over. They go a little bit dark and red. If that and but if that is Plagueis' staff, it can fire energy, and so it's the staff she's firing, not a, a weapon. And so that would explain why her eyes when change in the a green bit. brush. Now we have yeah. to wash, and wash it again. It's not like we've already washed it 500 times. <laughs> yeah. But again, speculation, rumors, all of our thoughts. Who knows? It could be anything and everything. I just want to fight people about this until it comes out, until the very day it comes out. You know, like cash and then we're all chips. wrong. We feel like dumbasses. Well, no. Yay! You know, even if we're. Okay, so even if we're all wrong, the cool. Again, I go back to that cool thing. We're all talking about it, we're all excited. I, I don't know a single person. Unless they just hate Star Wars and, and geek stuff, that isn't excited about this new movie coming out. I mean, it is—it's exciting. It really is. I mean, what do you think the relationship kind of storytelling is going to be used to? That's kind of been shown in the trailer between uh, Ray, Finn, and Han Solo. Because it seems like in every picture I'm seeing, every behind-the-scenes thing I'm seeing, they're kind of a tight trio. And I don't see Leia anywhere. And then obviously Chewbacca. So four. Well, again, is he like know, their chauffeur, or is he like I? Because well, we've seen we've seen the Falcon on that planet, okay. So somehow, again, why would the Falcon be on that planet unless she called and said, "Hey, emergency," you know, or or that she sets off a beacon because the first order is there and mom and dad shows up, or maybe it isn't mom and dad, you know. Um, you Maybe know. they're off to rescue or, her brother. Nobody in the film okay. is related. Okay, so, or, or here's another twist. And this would explain why Chewie and Han say we're home, is she's had the Falcon the whole time. And, then cool. she, and you're seeing her flying all over the place to get out of there because the First Order's come, and she's got Finn with her, and then he, she finally comes back home to where Mom and Dad is, and then Dad and Chewbacca come up and board, and that, that's why he says, we're home. I also heard, I guess, again, this is just a rumor, that he was taken off of the Falcon and commanded 
by the resistance to take command of a star destroyer that was taken over by the resistance. Yeah, because we that, do see a star destroyer getting destroyed. Yeah, by the star killer. His ship has been impounded for the last. So well, <laughs> well, he just doesn't fly it anymore because he's he's in command of a well, star destroyer. Well, he he could be. He, like he hadn't seen it. Well, again, he he's in command of that, or it because the Falcon is just too well known. Right. And so, again. Kids are in hiding, and so they have to hide the Falcon. You know? Or maybe they just haven't repaired it after the second Death Star assault. Yeah. Well, and, and that could, again, it's her flying it on that planet to get out of there. And that's why we're saying, you know, we're home because she's come back. I don't know. I don't. There's Either way, it's, it's so obvious. Yeah, it obviously, is. they haven't seen For it in sure a while. Crazy with Finn is when he's holding the, the blue lightsaber. That's Anakin's old lightsaber, the one that was lost. So well, he had to have gotten no, it. So this is, that's easy, easily explained. We're excited to hear it. Go. So, one, it was on Kylo, because he's hunting down Sith artifacts, which, if that was Anakin's saber, would be considered a Sith artifact. So, he had it on him, they scuffled, helmet got damaged, he picks up the lightsaber, because the other guy's got a lightsaber, he activates it, and now they go for it. Or, if, if, if if Finn and Rey are yeah, together or maybe, for artifacts... Or maybe Rey had it on her, and she's unconscious. So he picks it up. You know who I think had it? Lando. Lando in yeah. Cloud City gave it to his son. Um, Lando was in the Boom! Falcon. Wasn't anywhere close to that. And then he, he left ab- his luggage there. And he abandoned Cloud <laughs> he City. <laughs> yeah. And then all the garbage is dropped into the gas giant. That is true. But if it is dropped into the gas giant, it should be lost forever in theory. Okay. Yeah. Which is what we're. But who knows? I don't see. I don't see why Lando would have gone back for a lightsaber. To be honest, maybe someone found it and gave it to Lando, knowing he was friends with the Jedi. I don't I feel know. Like Lando I think would see Lobot. somebody playing or around Lobot. with it at a bar, and he'd be like, "It was like Lobot's book stopper for the longest time." Well, but see, time. the problem is Lando has never seen that that lightsaber because he would never saw Luke until after the hand was gone. So he would never have known that was Luke or Anakin. That's one of the mysteries that does drive me crazy, McKay, is that I I like that theory that Ren found it and then he got taken away from Finn. But it's like, it's Anakin's lightsaber. That's one of the only things other than 3PO and R2-D2 that made it all the way through That we know of. Prequels. I mean, is it really Anakin's lightsaber? It is. It has to be. It looks exactly like it. Because each and every lightsaber is constructed, you know, uniquely, you know yeah. uniquely, and there's very little, I think, chance of a consequence that someone made a blue lightsaber that looks exactly like it. I know, I know, you know, but uh, it's just, I don't know. I think it's really cool. Okay, any other conspiracy about Star Wars? I'm just thinking through the whole trailer. Thing we should start wearing like tinfoil hats now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of government conspiracy, we have now Star Wars conspiracies and whispers out of the dust. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still thinking. Ghost stories. Oh. Well, my my theory for... There's tons on there. <laughs> Poe. Um, yeah, who the heck is Poe? Poe and Finn. I I mean, he's a very good fighter pilot. So Heck, he could even be Luke. Poe <laughs> no, po has got to be someone from the Resistance. I really hate that they didn't go with the Rebel Alliance, so, but... Yeah, well, because I feel like he's... He would be Han's son, if anybody. Well, no, I feel like happen. he's a double... Double player, because I mean, then why would Kylo be torturing him as bad as he is? Um, because he, he messed up. I don't think so. No, he is he is torturing. He, he him. failed. Showing a vision of what that Star Killer plan. Maybe he was do, supposed to kill Finn. Destroying entire worlds. 
No, because we see it destroying worlds. That's what I'm saying. That could be the vision he's seen. I don't know. Because Poe touches Finn when Poe is doing it in the, you know, pass right away, but Finn looks extremely uncomfortable. And then later we see, I feel like it's possible, this is my theory, it's possible that um, Poe is kind of, he failed, and that's why he's getting hurt. That's why... So, so you're thinking he's maybe a double agent, so and that's why that's why Finn turns around, going like, "Wait a minute, why are you here?" That's possible, because mm-hmm. I really do feel like Kylo is actually using the First Order. That you know, the the Sith or the symbol he's of not the, a he's not a Sith. We know that for I yeah, yeah. but I think I think that he's. I think that what he <laughs> when he was talking about, I'll finish what you started. I think he's trying to resurrect either the Sith Empire or the Sith traditions especially if he's out looking for holocrons. And the easiest way to gain power is through the First Order. If he gains command of any sort of people in the First Order being a Sith, or Sith, quote, quote, um, that would give him, you know, considerable status in any sort of empire that's fighting a resistance. Maybe, or he could just be bringing back balance. But the Sith way is that once you make your way to the top, you kill the person in front of you and take their place. So I think it would be really easy for Kylo to overtake the, the First Order and reestablish it as the Sith Empire. Especially if he's got the entire Knights of Ren back Maybe in the Maybe Maybe you're just talking about bringing balance back to the Force because I want to finish what you started because that is exactly what Anakin did. Yeah. He, well, that's true. That's the first time he, I've heard see, that one. Well, he he's not. He is. Everything I've gone. heard about Kylo is he oh, is not a Sith. He's not a Sith. So he wouldn't be bringing back the Sith Empire. So there is, there's got to be something. I mean, it's either going to be... Well, it's got to be that he's bringing... He's, he's, he could be an apprentice, obviously, if he's not a Sith. But well, no, that would still be considered a, a Sith. Really? Yeah, because even though you're the apprentice, you're still a Sith Lord. That's true. Um, but... Then what's his agenda? It's either one, bringing that he's balance. bringing balance to the Force, but because... The force is not obviously it has not. to be it or what's it awakening from the Jedi and he just well the awakening could be the awakening in the force in several other you know it could be Rey awakening to her force powers it's it true be, but in the trailer they make it sound like you know the Jedi the Sith the force it's all real that makes you know, me think that everyone's still out there well that everyone thinks it's all a bunch of hocus pocus because it's been absent for so long and well, if you think that's about exactly it exactly how it was well it, it, it has no, been because done. back then it had been what like 20 years since the Clone Wars maybe 30 you know it's not like it, it, it's been millennia and millennia of not having any Jedi and Sith there well, no, were hundreds and hundreds of Sith in the Clone Wars. You're and right. then, you know, a hundred years later, you know, in between that, you only really have Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I'm saying between the beginning of the prequels and the, and the beginning of the. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you only have Obi Wan Kenobi, the Emperor, Darth Vader, Luke, and Yoda. Well, so you went from hundreds to just five. So I think it's easier for the Force to kind of dissipate until someone essentially, quote well, unquote. Well, here, here, here's where I really. The Force has always been there. I mean, because. They've mentioned that the solo luck is really the force. They're tapping into the force. They are force sensitive. I agree. But the Emperor did such a great job in squashing the Jedi and the force completely and totally. Luke had to go in hiding, so he couldn't, you know, the new, new Jedi Order wasn't established. So, as far as we know, you know, people know there's no such thing as the force. You know, that's why in the movie. That mystic, we can use that line, all that mystical mumbo jumbo, whatever, because no one knew at that point because everything had been erased or squashed or destroyed. So that's why we have Han saying, you know, the dark side, the Jedi, it's all true because no one knows anymore. I mean, because the Empire did such a great job in obliterating history and all knowledge of that because, you know, 
I, I believe the emperor had, if anyone ever found out that the Sith existed and he was Sith and Vader was Sith, that everyone would rebel against them. Even though, you know, just because of that one, you know, just people's mindset. They're evil. The Sith, it's always been the Sith are evil, the Sith are evil, the Sith right. are evil. So they're just going after it. They, they would go after him. But it, it, I'm pretty sure this is true. I something I read on Facebook, that the word Sith was never used in the original trilogy. It was the prequels that introduced the word Sith. Well, technically, if you look, there's a couple of scenes where there's some lights that are arranged and they do say Sith. But it's never spoken. It's The word, the name Sith is never spoken in the original trilogies. Well, yeah. So, it, I mean, J.J. said that he was going to, for the most part, ignore the yeah, prequels. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe he, Sith are well, just, we're not using the word Sith anymore. Well, I, I, and I think the reason he's... This is smart because, again, it's going along that expectation that the Emperor squashed all knowledge. So no one's going to know Sith, midichlorians, or anything like that because it's gone. So it's Ren been erased from history. It's just a new way to say Sith, possibly. The Knights of Ren. No, I, I think they're a separate organization. I so think, they're just Force users with an intent to use it and abuse it kind of thing? Well, I, I think Kylo has established them for a purpose for his quest or whatever whatever his purpose is he's established you think it's possible he might be a Darth Revan-esque character where he doesn't care what he does as long as the ultimate goal is fulfilled maybe I think that'd be really freaking and and that again if he has Revan's holocron and he knows all this information maybe that's why you know and then he also and maybe Vader's created holocrons and so he's gone with both of those and he's kind of melded something new who knows Maybe he's not force sensitive at all. Maybe he just really wants to. It's be. really. I, Maybe he thinks he finds all these things that. It's really impossible. So if he, okay, again, it depends how he wields and fights with a lightsaber. If we're seeing him spinning around and doing crazy stuff, that's force. It's force. I can do it. I don't have force. Well, not the way they do it. Not in the movie. Maybe I do. You do have yeah. Movie. So I don't know. I know I felt something when I met you. But we're gonna run out. Yeah. Of t- we're gonna run out of time. We're we got like four minutes. So. We can this talk is part about one of the twelve-part series of the Force <laughs> Awakens debate. Well, so again, uh, so ne- so go out, get your copy of Whispers Out of the Dust by David J. West. You will not regret it. It's going to be cool. You can find out what the heck the green worms are about and other stuff. The and if, are true. You know, Force wielding green worms. Yeah, some somehow <laughs> true. Some are not. Some are made up. Some could be about your relatives, or maybe not. Um, yeah, you'll no. have to read it. So uh, it's on available on Amazon, pretty much everywhere it sounds like. Yeah. And coming soon there will be an audiobook which will be even more awesome. I love how you and said that in your seductive voice like you're auditioning just yep. now. <laughs> I want to do it. I would love to do that. Uh anyways, um we talked about that person to read each story. Oh, well, it, Bob Salvatore did that with uh his collection. I mean, they even went so far as having Ice T do it. And that was really? hilarious because when he's talking, he's like, and Drizzit drew out his sword. And I'm like, what the crap with the freaking sword? Quit saying that. And slayed the orcs. And I'm just, I can't listen to that one because it's so ridiculous. But you got like Will Wheaton, you got Felicia Day, Sean Austin. You got a bunch of really cool people doing that. But that's the, and of course, everyone talks about the Ice T one because of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really cool because you can have different perspectives and different people doing those. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I say do it if you can do it. My wife was like, we got to have different voices. Like, yeah, do it. Okay. And then uh, next week we're going to be doing our Halloween special. We're going to be doing some really cool stuff. We'll have a little bit of stuff. But then we are going to be broadcasting something from the past. It would uh, be creepy and scary. I know when it originally aired, it scared a whole lot of people. So 
It'll be fun to do for Halloween. I'm just going to leave it at that. Spoiler King gave a pretty good hint there, so go he ahead and Google him, that. He told him last week. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was he like, straight up told him last week. Did I? Yeah, he did. Oh. But that's okay. Maybe somebody wasn't No, yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell do him it. now. Don't do it. Wow, I thought I was being pretty cryptic, and no. I screwed it up last week. Spoiler King. Man. Take a page from J.J. Abrams' book, buddy. Hey, I can tell you all about spoilers. <laughs> Anyways. Um... Yeah, with that said, uh, we got a really cool uh, lineup coming up in November, but we will be changing our time on our show. We'll be starting at 7 p.m. on Mountain Standard Time. It'll be 8 o'clock Central and 9 Eastern. So, yeah, for those of you that like our show where it is, it's moving. For those of you that listen to our show after it's done and in podcast form, who cares? You can listen to it whenever. <laughs> yes. That's you. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for knowing. Uh, with that said, we've got some really cool stuff coming up. Uh, oh, November 19th, tune in because we are having an awesome Star Wars special. Uh, we have yeah. some people coming in. We are going to debate about everything past, present, and future. Dude, you guys better come packing because I am going to wreck everything. And we may, we might have a special guest that night. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything till it's confirmed. But uh, yes. Uh, I will will let you know when that, that happens. So uh, until then, follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and then uh, follow David J West because he's just that awesome. Woo! And it's there... at where's what's your where the, can I find you again on Facebook and Twitter as well. Oh, Facebook, Twitter, David J West. Okay. So David slash J slash West dot blogspot dot com is my site. Yes. Follow him. Stalk him. And uh, not yet. We get to do the really cool announcement next week. Yeah! So uh, with that said, it will be awesome. Stay tuned. There is something awesome happening November 1st. It On will the horizon. Be, it will be so amazing, it will make you wet your pants. I'm just going to put it out there. I hope not. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting really close to her, so I hope <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we'll catch you next week. Deadpool. Boba Fett for some Dead crying out loud. Pool. Anakin. Where's Luke? We, we could probably we could probably substitute Boba Fett in for the next couple months until Star Wars is done. All right. Boba Fett. Kylo Ren. Doesn't feel the same. Revan. <laughs>